found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Thursday. This is the eighth day of the month of June, and we're ready for another edition of Tidbits. Bill prepared, of course. Of course. Good to see you, Matt. That's how we roll. It's good to see you. Never any preparation. We just, nope. Just jump Fly in. Fly by the seat of our pants. <laughs> just come in, sit down, start yakking. <laughs> I find this uh, first story very interesting. After a three-year-long battle, a Washington, D.C. judge banned a man from smoking medical marijuana in his home after his neighbor filed a lawsuit claiming the smell drifted into her home and made her sick. So this is basically he's in his place, she's in her place, but she can't stand that smell. Are they connected? I don't know. Maybe. You got to believe. The judge ruled this week that although the neighbor has a license to purchase this medical Mary Jane, he does not possess a license to disrupt the full use and enjoyment of one's land, nor does his license unsurp his long-established right. The case dismissed in 2021 when a judge found the woman failed to state a claim on the sole ground that smoking marijuana is in one's home is illegal in the District of Columbia. Therefore, it cannot constitute an actionable nuisance. But a court of appeals <laughs> reversed that dismissal, and the case was reopened last year. Right. She then testified that she experienced health issues, including severe headaches, nausea, vomiting, respiratory issues, within minutes each time that neighbor smoked. The neighbor is now banned from smoking or burning marijuana in any way that emits an odor at uh, his home within 25 feet of her home. <laughs> now, how far are they apart to begin with? Is it going to tell us? No, I don't see it anywhere. Right. Now that the legal battle has ended, the woman plans to have her house thoroughly cleaned and hopes the defendants will obey, obey the judge's ruling. <laughs> Isn't that something? I want to know how that works. Like, how can you be in your house doing your thing and it bothers? You're disturbing my land. <laughs> and again, maybe they are in connecting, you know, yeah. apartments. I I don't know. But again, if he goes to the extreme exterior one end of his place compared to where hers is, wouldn't that be 25 feet? If it still gets over there, tough, tough. Yeah. How do you gotta I don't know. I don't know, man. Remember back in the day they had those smokeless ashtrays? Yeah. Remember? They yeah. had you would put your cigarette in it and it would have like a fan yeah, that sucked yeah. in. They still have That's them. That's what he needs. Yeah. Just uh needs a full body. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that yeah. way you just walk around There you go. Just sucks it right up while he's going. <laughs> I don't know. He needs it medically. Medically. <laughs> so he's now, okay, banned from smoking or burning marijuana yeah. in any way yeah. that emits an odor at him. It's, at, it's worded. At weird. her home yeah. or within 25 feet of the woman's home. Yeah. Okay. That emits an odor at his home. That's yeah. what they messed up. Okay. Or within 25 feet of the woman's home. So if you just get out a tape measure and you measure 25 feet and draw a line, he could spark up. I, I, I would think. 
I don't think it's ever going to end. Okay, he just uh, and, and and just and he needs it. Oh, Maddie needs it. But I'm okay. Let me also <laughs> let me also throw this out there. I mean, is she really getting that sick? <laughs> he needs it, and it's it, and it's probably bothering her. Uh, you know, turkey that she uses to help keep her calm. <laughs> Isn't that what pot's supposed to do is keep you calm? Well, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think it'll ever end. Probably still have issues. This has to be heartbreaking for you. Okay. Wrestling legend, the Iron Sheik. No. A former heavyweight champ and WWE Hall of Famer has died at the age of 81. Wow. These guys are a lot older than you think. I mean, they were out there rambling around well into their 40s. Oh, I know. Well, I... <laughs> you know it, and you could tell it. Yeah. <clears throat> World Wrestling Entertainment released a statement on his passing saying, WWE is saddened to hear of the passing of Hall of Famer, the Iron Sheik, and extends its condolences to his family, friends, and fans. The Rock, Booker T, <laughs> Booker T, <laughs> and actor Ken Jeong posted heartfelt tributes to the Sheik, survived by his wife of 47 years. Wow. Carol and his children. Now, again, you know, these guys, they're the bad fellas, you know? Yeah, yeah. All it took was, you know, something going on there. Yeah. You're a Sheik. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny because... Let's be honest. The 80s were a different time, right? Yeah. Like, all you had to do was come out and even look somewhat <laughs> brown. Yes, yes. And you could be, oh, we, yeah. we, could, we could label you whatever you wanted. Yeah, that's we could right. make you a Latino. We could make you an Italian. We could make you a Middle Eastern. We could do whatever, you yeah. know? I, I doubt this guy's from the Middle East, right? I, do, I, I don't But that know. was his whole persona. I mean... It doesn't really give details. No. I mean, it just says the Iron Sheik doesn't give his real name. <laughs> so we're, okay, so we're much more aware of... of he's you probably know. born and raised in New Jersey. Probably. You know, I don't know. Probably, you know. <laughs> but it's like, you know, back then, it's you know, that was his whole, yeah. his whole character. <laughs> well, you, you know, you found that character and you stayed with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even local wrestling always had its bad guys, mm -hmm. you know? The heel. You know, it was you know it was just you know and they were usually Russian something yeah you know yeah yeah it's just uh, <laughs> so the Iron it didn't Sheik. have to be Russian it could just be vaguely non-American yeah. you know it's just <laughs> Hackshaw Jim Duggan wasn't that his name he just yeah. carried around a two by four yeah <laughs> yeah gonna womp you with it because yes. you're not American. <laughs> Hacks, I forgot about that dude. And and you know the thing, and the thing is, you know the the fans they're just so into it. Yeah, you know, and it's like my goodness, you know. So <laughs> anyway, just another. We had one pass away a few months ago too. Mm -hmm. So and again, you know, it's like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay, now these guys have really. Well, how old's The Rock? Isn't he fifty something now? Let me see. Here. Pretty sure he, pretty sure he is. I don't think so. I think so. He's at least fifty. Okay, he's fifty-one. There you go. And they're still out there doing this stuff. He still appears occasionally. Yeah. 
Yeah. You looked at him though. Well, he's a mountain of a man. I mean, good lord. Now the the rumors are out there. Well, about how he's built like that. Well, but you know, aren't you a little old to be? You know, it's like. Now, back in our day, you know, Dick the Bruiser, he was, you know, he, he was a guy that hung around quite a while, okay? And he looked it, okay? Sure, it's just, sure. uh, <laughs> you know, the old Bruiser, he just, <laughs> but you loved him. So Hulk Hogan's 69. Okay. And he was doing stuff probably well into his 50s. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's got to be. He had to be. You know, so, I don't know. It's just... You know, you make your money off selling those toys, <laughs> you know, the yeah, yeah. wrestling figurines. I suppose you get a piece of that action, just like the college kids now get money for their jerseys. They got that set up now. Mm-hmm. You're a real popular college player. Yeah. You're going to clean You're up. You're making some dough. Yeah. yeah. All right. We've got a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is Tidbits. See, now, if you listen to us here in the studio, you would think that the air quality is affecting us. You would think so. We're having issues. Right. <laughs> so. so, hey, I had a text Okay. Um, that pointed out that the Iron Sheik, because we were talking about him yeah, earlier, he just yeah. passed away, um, was actually born in Iran. He was is that right? An Iranian-American. His name was, I know I'm going to mispronounce okay, this, yeah. but I'm going to say it. It's tough. Hossein uh, Khosrau Ali Vaziri. All right. Better known by his ring name, the Iron Sheik, an Iranian-American okay. professional wrestler. How about that? And actor. So there you go. I will still stand by my comments that the 80s were not really kind to non-Americans. That's very, very you know, true. I'm, I'm still standing by that. But, um, yeah, that's that's kind of cool that he came um, over here. and Especially if you go back to the era, you know, right around 1980, just prior. Yeah. With the Americans being held hostage in Iran. Right. And then, you know, it's always been we've had issues with Iran at some level, it seems. Right, since, right. You know, so, he, you know, he's a natural to be a, a bad guy. Okay. Yeah. You know, people yeah. just, you know. Yeah. And if they don't blame him for that, then it's oil prices. How much, <laughs> yeah. you have to wonder, though, for real, how much, how much hate oh, and how much, I mean, how many death threats did that dude receive over, the, over his know, life? I, I can't know? imagine. I just can't. I mean, you got to be pretty brave to put on the, you know, I mean, he could have been, mm-hmm. you know, any other character, really. Yeah. But, uh, and he was probably encouraged by, you know, I don't know, McMahon was in charge then, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't to, know his to story. To do that. I'm not know? sure. I don't know what his story is. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pay you, <laughs> but you're going to do, you know, <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is great news here. You know, usually I carry a lot of bad news or or creepy stories or things that make you want to vomit during breakfast. But this <laughs> that's true. This is a good story. All right. Two new cancer pills have shown unprecedented results in boosting survival rates and preventing recurrence. Really? For lung cancer patients, a drug called, and again I'm gonna mess these up. What do you think it's called? Osimer. Osimer. Tenib. Osimer. Tenib. There's, is there an L in there? Tenib. Uh, looks like a dot, but uh, what do I know? Okay, yeah, it's an nib. Okay. Taken by pill once daily. <laughs> was shown to, and that's why they had, you know, what med you want? 
I don't know. <laughs> you know, I can't pronounce them. I, I you know, I don't know. <laughs> Bill and I are both on blood pressure medicine. We have no idea what it's called. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no I, idea. I don't know. Okay. It's taken once daily, shown to reduce the risk of death by more than 50% oh, dang. in a long-running international study for breast cancer patients. A new drug called ribocyclic. There you go, Matt. You're getting there. Okay. Ribocyclic? Okay. We'll call it that. I don't know significantly increased survival rates and prevented recurring disease in a separate study. Hmm. The higher survival rates were seen regardless of whether patients had received chemotherapy. Wow. The findings of this decades-long study, so they've been doing this a while, are of particular importance to several categories of patients who are more likely to have this type of mutation in their lung cancer including women, young adults, those with Asian ethnicity, and non-smokers. So with these two pills, it's just, you know, they're, they're getting there. Yeah. Wow. And this has evidently been going on for, you know, you've got to presume at least 20 to 30 years. So this they say it's, decades. still has to be in the experimental stage, right? I would think. Because it doesn't say if it's been. And it's international. Yeah. So we're, again, we've got different guidelines. Right. It's got to be FDA approved. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know, but um, that's promising. Mm-hmm. Very. It is. It's good news. Yeah. Good job. This from Philadelphia. A woman received a speeding ticket totaling uh, tickets totaling $525 after speed cameras captured her car speeding four times. Main issue was she wasn't the person behind the wheel. Her car was stolen. Oh. <laughs> She reported the theft and even received a police report. She ended up appealing the speeding tickets. The tickets were reviewed and all of the violations dismissed. That's good. Isn't that, isn't that really ramming in your face? Your car stolen. And then you're getting tickets. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'd be so irate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. That's probably all an automated system, though, right? Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. it's, it just takes you it know. and then it gets sent and. You know, and you got to really watch out for those things because you don't realize they're there. These taking pictures of your, you know, yeah. The other one are the uh, the tolls. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get really get bit by the tolls. You know, years ago when I was a kid, we'd go to Minnesota to vacation. We we fished and sure, and going up through Chicago and throughout that area, we were going through a lot of tolls. Yeah. Now, I don't know how popular they still are up there, but it used to be just a ton of tolls. It's still the they same. They were paying for Is it really? Yeah. I mean, it's just. You, you can take routes to avoid them. <laughs> yeah. But um, but if you if you hit them, there's some kind of weird automated deal where you go through and then they, like, bill you later. No kidding. Yeah, they, it, like, scans your your uh, license plate. Used to be, like, I don't know, quarter. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. Probably is it a dollar? I don't. I don't know. I want to pay now. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be billed later. But see, they could do that instead of paying someone to yeah. sit at that booth. Oh, that was a good job, probably. Was it excellent for me? I'd love that, and I want to be a toll bridge operator. Okay, <laughs> when boats come through, I want to be the guy in there yeah. that gets the bridge up. 
Okay. That'd be a pretty good gig. <laughs> okay. Till the day you mess I, up. And I found the perfect bridge near Fort Myers, okay, when okay. I was down there. All right. That I'd like to be a part of. Okay. Because they have a human in there, okay? Really? Yeah. So I may go down there and become a <laughs> bridge probably, operator. Been the same guy for 60 years. <laughs> He's 85 years old. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, the subway people. Yeah. You know, you got to get your stuff at the, you know, subway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More than 80 students from a North Carolina school district will not be allowed to participate in graduation ceremonies after entering school buildings as part of senior pranks. Oops. Your kids got to watch that. Yeah. Now, the one kids, they put their school up for sale. That's a funny ha-ha, and it hurt <laughs> nobody. Okay? <laughs> you know? <clears throat> right. Several of these kids were identified and charged by Burlington police for damaging eight toilets and six urinals. You don't want to be doing that. No. That costs more than four grand. Dang. Vandalism also reported at six other high schools. (sighs) Maintenance crews reported things like overturned desks, graffiti, and garbage on those campuses. That's not a prank. That's vandalism. It it truly is. Being destructive. I mean, that's not a prank. Five students. All 18 years of age, you are an adult now. Yes, you are. We're charged with misdemeanor breaking and entering and misdemeanor injury to property. So misdemeanors, it's not... Uh, That'll be on your permit right <laughs> <laughs> One last one before you go. That's right. Oh, you were late. <laughs> I see you were late in sixth grade. <laughs> your future employer. <laughs> Two other juveniles under the age of 18 were referred to... The Youth Diversion Program. <laughs> oh, my. And again, don't tear stuff up. Here's a black bear. You remember the, the a big black bear bit the big... No, a big, a big black bug bit the big black bear made the big black bear bleed blood. Say that as many times as you can fast. It's I, tough. I never heard that before. You've never... A big back... Uh, <laughs> see, it's different. <laughs> A big, a big black bug, a big back black bug, big, <laughs> a big black bug bit a ble- big black bear. <laughs> made the big black bear made the big bleed black blood. bear bleed blood. All right, now do it again. Big black blood. <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry, I messed up. A big. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm done. It's difficult. I'm, I'm weary and groggy this morning. That's how I ended up in broadcasting. I mastered that. No, it's a. But this big black bear. Yeah. Closed itself into a pickup truck and spent hours destroying the interior. Hours. <laughs> Gosh. Colorado Parks and Wildlife Northwest Region tweeted a video showing officers carefully opening the door of a pickup truck to release the trap Bruin. Officers said the bear had been attracted to the vehicle by the smell of dog food. It had been left there inside the vehicle. And what a costly move it was. I'd say. Good lesson to bring in food from your vehicle. Bears can smell it. <laughs> and they learned how to open doors. Oh. Now, imagine they're going to keep advancing. Oh, I know. <laughs> and eventually, you know, they're going to be able to turn doorknobs. Yes. They'll just be in your house, in your bed with you. <laughs> you know, they're just going to keep advancing. And, and next thing you know, you've got no defense. They're going to be... Balancing on balls in your living room. <laughs> and riding small bicycles. <laughs> riding small bicycles. 
Because <laughs> they'll be trained. They'll have that in their DNA to revert back to their ancestors of the circus years. <laughs> you think about it. I can understand why circuses quit. You think about just how bad it was. You know, I mean, you know, we we're amused. We make fun of it, but yeah. if you think about it, yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> Here's a, yeah. you know, I know in Highland Park in Kokomo. Yes, you can see it. There's bear cages where they just had just like, okay, we're gonna get bears and put them in these cages in the park. Oh look, mommy! Let's go to the park and look at the bears. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. And in, in in my lifetime, zoos were far different than they are today. Yeah. I mean, you go to Indianapolis; they give them a pretty respectable, yeah, you know, decent deal to live in. Right. But uh, you know, back in the it was cages. You know, it was just main, mainly cages, and it was just ridiculous. You know. I feel like a lot of the animals <clears throat> in captivity now are rescued. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, at one point, people were going out there getting paid to bring them in. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad we stopped it. I really right. am. Here's a guy attempting to steal some booze. <laughs> stopped by a quick-thinking staffer who locked him inside an Australian liquor store. There you go. Hey, there's for our hey. friends. <laughs> 40% of our uh, listening audience now is Australian, so here you go, fellas. <laughs> He walked towards the cash register inside, carrying a 10-pack of Wild Turkey 101. Mm. A 10-pack. But quickly ran to the door in an attempt to snag the whiskey without paying. However, the door didn't open. The cashier apparently pressed a button on a remote that locked the exit. (laughs) 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 The, The attempted thief paced back and forth to try to activate the... Doors monitor sensor then attempted to slide it open by hand before giving up a few seconds later. The staffer told him to put down the alcohol or wait for the police to arrive. With his head down, the man walked back to the register and placed the box onto the counter. Wow. The employee grabbed the box and hit the remote and let the guy go. So he didn't, you know, at least he got to go. Don't try it again. (laughs) That'd be so funny. Wow. (laughs) Oh, don't try to do that, folks. And imagine this, if you will. This time last year, there were 16 nurses in one hospital maternity unit, all pregnant and giving birth within the same 12-month period. Jeez. Now, all the babies have been born, and they reunited for a new picture. The nurses said the get-together was almost like a first birthday party for each of the new moms. There were originally 15 in the picture. 16 total had babies, 10 boys, 6 girls. The photographer who took the group's pictures now also expecting her first kid. Jeez. How'd they get by in the in the ward with, you know... Oh, she's gone. She's <laughs> How do you get by? Well, it said 12-month period, so they okay, weren't okay, all... Okay, but it's like... Right? I don't know. I don't know. Or all those kids look about the same size to me. <laughs> you just and it's like I'm sorry. Okay, so this, this so ward's closed. Could you could you tell the difference in age of a baby? Oh, I'm good. I'm good at that. Are you? I should. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's a three month old. I should. That baby's nine months old. See, I, that's another great gig for me working uh, the fair, <laughs> guessing ages. <laughs> you, madam, are ages and weights. Three years old. <laughs> 
babies, you know, I, uh, there are some differences. Some, you know. But I think I could, I don't know about months, I think I could handle my own. Maybe we need to try that experiment sometime. Zero to 12 months. Dale, can you tell us how old this child is? That'd be fun. Because <laughs> some are bald and they don't I get know. any, you know, I mean. I know. Some you know. are gigantic, some yeah, are smaller. Yeah, that's true. So that could be a tough chore. It could be. Yeah. They'd be winning lots of prizes at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's uh, 6.52, Matthew. So we've got tomorrow and that'll be it for the week. All right. This week's gone. Has it gone fast for you? or Kind of. For me, it seems like it for a moment. Then I think back to Monday, and it seemed like it should have already been Friday. It was one of the you know, yeah. bad start. But things have gotten better. So. Well, that's good. I guess I'll see you tomorrow. All right. All right, then. See ya. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.